Hello, and welcome to the SIRS Group Podcast. I am Barbara. And I'm JC. And today we're talking about the guys. Just guys. Just, Just men. That's it. That's all we're going to talk about. Very specifically. Yeah. I think that there is this, I don't know, perception that women are more impacted by chronic illness than men are. And I don't know if it's because men have this, you know, social standard of being more, seeming more robust, or if the symptoms are just more talked about by women so that men might not recognize that symptom or those symptoms in themselves. Right. I mean, there's also like the very common stereotype that men won't go to the doctor if something bothers them. And and I, I unfortunately, I've witnessed this personally in my life with some men that I've known over the years where they they waited too long to go to the doctor and it, and something that could have maybe been caught early was not, um, which is heartbreaking, of course. But I, I think that's that's a factor. Um, and And maybe also the fact that women seem so much more likely to um to talk to each other and and to uh what word am i looking for where everyone's getting together uh to on social media like into mm. communities you know even in the sirs group we have a few really cool guys in there but man we don't have many and i think that that there's just a natural proclivity for women to seek out communities, online communities, especially for support, whereas maybe men feel like they can't or they they uh, they don't know that they exist. They're not even thinking that they exist. I'm mm. not sure, but they, I feel like there's a lot of factors at play here. Absolutely. But when it comes down to it, men really experience SIRS very similarly to how women experience SIRS. I would say of our group, um, the men who have shared what their experience of SARS is, they've said it's the chronic fatigue, it's the brain fog, it's the muscle soreness, it is the muscle spasms. It's that 37 list of symptoms that we talk about a lot here. But then there are some differences between the sexes that contribute to kind of different symptom presentation for men. Yes. And I think where uh, one of those places is, you know, women do experience hair loss still, but I think in, in some cases, in most cases, it's not as apparent as men. And that's just because of maybe hairstyles and also male pattern baldness, if that goes into, comes into play. Um, but I think that's, that's one place where men may see a little bit different presentation, like you were saying. Absolutely. And we know with hair loss and SIRS, there's a lot of different reasons why SIRS impacts your hair. One is when your body is under that much chronic stress, it stops prioritizing growing your hair. Like when you, when your body is just trying to survive, it's not like, oh, you know what? We should, we should grow more hair on their head. Like that's not the priority right now. The other thing is with chronic inflammation and, um, very often after acute illnesses, people experience something called telogen effluvium, which is just basically, your cortisol has spiked so high that typically it's like a three month time lag after you have that illness that you actually start experiencing that hair loss and you can lose up to 50% of your hair. Now, the good news with that is it does grow back. So deep breaths, everyone treating SIRS will actually help with your hair loss. You don't have to take any special supplements. You just have to do the protocol. Well, 
you do take supplements, but not like hair supplements. You take the SIRS supplements in order to um, move forward with the protocol and that will help with the hair loss. Yeah. Um, And then the other place, which it does affect, I think, women and men uh, similarly, but just obviously also differently is the libido aspect. Um, You know, SIRS does cause low testosterone, low DHEA. Um, Those are very low for me when I tested. Um, And yeah, it can cause a lack of interest in sex, but that can manifest potentially for men as erectile dysfunction. Am I allowed to say that on YouTube? Because I just did. Uh, We're saying it. We said it. It's it's already done. It It was said. (laughs) <laughs> um, funny story when Barbara pitched this topic to me, she just put ED and my brain went straight to eating disorder. And I was like, eating disorders in men, huh? That's so interesting. And she was like, no, no, sweet baby angel. No, no, that's not <laughs> what we're talking about today. Um, so it, this is really hard for me to talk about like men's experience of this symptom of SIRS, but I can talk about my own experience. So my libido is something that I have found very helpful to track my progress as I kind of navigated carnivore. And it's something that I use to tell how healthy I was. If you are not healthy, your body is again, not going to prioritize that function specifically. So throughout my carnivore journey, I was playing with macros quite a bit to compete in a bikini competition. And I could tell when my macros were off because my libido would just tank. So the interesting thing is when I started presenting with all of my SIRS symptoms, it didn't matter what I ate. I had no libido, no interest, nothing. I was just like, this is so far from the realm of what I want to do. And it's not just the low testosterone. It's also you're exhausted all the time. You feel like a a flaming pile of garbage trapped inside of a flesh prison. Um, So I think when we're talking about these things, it's really, you know, SIRS is treatable and it is manageable and it is something that you can um, treat pretty holistically, meaning that you you aren't on meds forever. You aren't on pharma forever. You don't have to take a little blue pill forever. It's, you know, you treat it, you recover, you gain back function, you move on with your life. Sorry, I feel like I've been rambling nonstop. No, that was a fantastic and very well articulated summary of what this whole episode was about. I think that you, I guess, I guess the point of what we're saying here is that if you feel like you're chasing the symptoms because you are, (laughs) you are, (laughs) and that's, (laughs) see, you said it so much better than me. I could have just let that go. Uh, But I I think uh, your point is, you know, SIRS is the root cause again, once again. And if you heal that, you will notice these other symptoms going away or improving over time. And uh, that's what we want for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Procreate, fill the earth, something like that. Sure. Yeah. Make some babies, man. And SIRS is, you know what? SIRS can probably, is probably affecting some people's fertility. I mean, I know we were just talking about men and I guess that we can, I guess, talk about sperm count specifically, but I'm thinking of, you know, women being able to create and house <laughs> a little child inside of them uh, to to term. Uh, I feel like SIRS can can affect that as well. And that's something else to consider if that's something that you want to do and, and you want to conceive. Um, should really take care of SIRS, obviously, uh, before you start that journey, if you can. There's not a ton of research on SIRS and sperm count or um, 
uh, fertility rates, but the information that there is about that is heartbreaking. Um, it just seems like the miscarriage rate is super high, which to me would also say like, if you can't carry a baby to term, it's very likely that your sperm count is not going to be great. Um, it would be interesting to see more research on that for sure. And I think as people learn more about SIRS and people become more aware of it, um, we'll just get more and more information. I think that's really cool that we can kind of use these data points to leverage that information to help people actually heal rather than just prescribing to them for the rest of their lives. Um, you know, it that's not helpful. That's not curing. That's just symptom management. And it's not really getting to the root cause issue that could cause problems further down the line. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think this was uh, great. Was there anything else that you wanted to cover? No, I think that's really comprehensive. Men are impacted by SIRS very similarly to women um, with a couple extra bonus points. <laughs> but really the message to drive home here is SIRS is treatable. It is manageable. You can move on with a really normal life after going through the Shoemaker protocol. And that's really what we wanted to share here today. Yep. Uh, and thanks for listening or watching. And uh, we will see you next week on the SERS Group podcast. And of course, if you want to join us at the SERSgroup.com, uh, the link is in the in the description. We'll see you there.